God, lovely people. Awesome. Can we give a big thank you to the worship team again? Were they great? Come on. So good. Guys, so good to see you. Best friends for life, mate. Okay, guys, I've got a little handshake I want to teach you guys tonight. Are you ready? Some people have asked about it, but this is how it goes. So, yeah... I, I kind of want to try and like um, just say hi to people and you know how most boys like girls go up to other girls and they're like hi can we be best friends <laughs> and 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 the girls are like okay let's be best friends whereas then the boys they kind of go up to each other and they just go and then the other boy goes and then you go home mum I just made a best friends have you talked to each other? No, but our eyebrows said it all. And so I want to just say uh, about some uh, besties for boys. Does that sound good? So that's how you go. You go, uh, you clap there, and then you go around. I'll show you. <laughs> so, so the way it goes is you clap, and then you go boom, 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 clap. Yeah, nice. And then, and then you click. Wait, I'm gonna do it like this. Like click, click, boom, okay? So, I'm gonna... I'm gonna do it like this, so, on the count of three, you just gotta go... Okay, you ready? Three, two, one. Nice. Wow, now we're all best friends. That's so cool, nice. Is that a chicken? That's pretty foul, bro. Nice. Um, guys, it is so good to be with you. Who's enjoyed today? Who's had some fun? It's been so good. I went on uh, that, um, that mattress thing, you know, on the water. That was killer, man. man. I went on the blob as well. I, are you calling me a blob? Well, okay, thanks, guys. I mean, I've, I've been to the gym a bit. But you know, in fact, you know when people go to the gym and they come back and they say, I've lost two kg. I went to the gym and I lost two towels. I couldn't find them anywhere. But um, I actually hold the record at my gym. In fact, I just broke 100 kg, which I'm so proud about. They say that when you reach 100, you get a letter from the queen. I know. So I'm just um, waiting for my letter. But I am the first person. Oh, it's just age. Oh, okay. Cool, thanks bro. Thanks for breaking my heart. I've been eating Mac's heart out for this. But um, I was at um, the gym and I am the person that holds the record in our gym for breaking a machine. Isn't that incredible? Thank you, thank you. I know, it was the vending machine, but um, I probably shouldn't have been writing on it. But anyway, um, I... I loved what we saw today and, you know, um, especially with the Easter Camp's Got Talent, E-Camp's Got Talent, there's this banana dude and um, he said I was a banana. I know, I know that sounds appealing, but um, bananas, oh, it's you, bro. I'm praying for you, bro. You are awesome. Um, but, you know, of all the stuff that I found today, there was something that was incredible. I don't know if you've seen it up here but down in Christchurch I've just been like thinking about it heaps since I've seen it I found a stick I know 
I know. Now some of you are thinking, this is a bit of a sticky situation. If you can twig on to what I'm saying. Oh no, these are just branching out. <laughs> can you get to the root of them all? Maybe you're stumped. Okay, I'll leave you with that. You're like, oh, he would. Anyway, do you know, with this stick, I've been waiting it for it to grow me an apple. I've been looking at this for quite a while. And I've been looking, and I was thinking, if I, if I do my eyebrows, we might be besties, and then he might, like, grow me an apple. So I'm just like... The hand thing. Now, see, why isn't this going to grow any fruit? It's dead. It's not connected to a tree, is it? It's not on the ground. It's not connected to a tree. Now, I'm not going to steal a tree and bring it in here for the illustration because that would just be treason. But I want to tell you that when... Pun intended. You're getting punished now. But I want to tell you that the whole thing with this is that if you are not connected to the tree, if you are not connected to the source, then actually you're not going to have any fruit in your life. And I want to tell you that Jesus and his disciples, just before Jesus died, they were feeling grieved. They were feeling worried. They knew that Jesus was talking about all that was going to happen. He said, I'm going to die and then I'm going to come back to life and you'll see me again. And he says this verse in John 16. He says, I want, uh, when you see me again, you'll have joy and no one can rob you of that joy. And I want to tell you tonight that Jesus wants to bring joy into our lives, especially on an Easter Saturday where we haven't quite seen the promises sometimes in our lives where we're waiting for things to happen, where we're waiting to grow up. God wants us to know joy right now, and that starts from being connected to Him. It starts from allowing our roots to grow deep and to be able to have Him as our source of joy. You know when you try and impress people sometimes? And you try and make them think that you're cool or like try and make them happy. My brother, uh, like my older brother, he had his friends around. And, you know, because you're the little brother, you get picked on sometimes. Who's felt like that before? Yep. Little brother, little sister. So I was with, I was with my brother. And as I was with my brother, he, um, he had his friends around. And he's just like, hey, guys, watch this. And he said, hey, Ben. And he pushes me. I'm like... <laughs> and the friends are like oh that's a good one and so I was like <laughs> and then I pushed him <laughs> I know and then he was like <laughs> and then he punches me in the shoulder and so I was like <laughs> and then I punched him in the shoulder and so he was like <laughs> and then he punches me really hard in the shoulder not the shower <laughs> in the shoulder and I was like ow and then I punched him even harder in the shoulder and he's like <laughs> ow and then when you know when a boys fight goes wrong because they always go for a cheap shot boys you know what I'm talking about and he went to kick me somewhere where you should never be kicked and he went for the kick and he kicked me and I was like, oh no, not today. And I pulled his uh, leg and I pulled it up and his pants ripped from top to bottom. <laughs> and I was like, now who's laughing? 
and Simon was very embarrassed, my brother, who I won't name because that's embarrassing for him. But I want to tell you that sometimes we go to different extents to try and impress people, make people happy. But inside, we're feeling broken. That, those pants, they're a rip-off, you know. But um, I want to tell you that actually, without Jesus as our source of joy, life is a rip-off. I, I want to tell you that some of us have been searching for a source of joy other than Jesus. We've been looking on Instagram, and you know those times where you're uh, getting a good photo and you're like, <sighs> and then and then you look at it, you're like, oh no, and then so you you go again, <sighs> and then you're like, Ugh, no. And you're trying to get a perfect moment, and then as soon as you get a perfect moment, you put it on Instagram, you say, always happy, when actually you've taken 72 attempts to try and get a moment to make you happy. Yeah, <laughs> this kills life because she knows what I mean. <laughs> you know, all of, all of us have been through those things, haven't we, where we try and impress people. But I want to tell you today... That God wants to come into your situations. He wants to remind you of the true source of joy. And he actually wants us to be able to get away from just looking at where we are right now and to where he wants us to be and where he wants others to be as well. Because true joy is different to true happiness. Who knows that? Who knows that? Has anyone heard that before? I want to tell you, if you don't know the difference, that's okay. Happiness is a feeling. It's an emotion. If someone, uh, like, you know, we look up things like that sneezing panda on YouTube, and, um, and we're like, <laughs> wow, that was funny. And, um, and we're, uh, it's an emotion. We've seen something, and so then we feel happy. But joy is a choice. And it doesn't mean that you always have to feel happy. Joy is actually deeper than that. And sometimes you can actually be in pain, but still choose joy. Because it's saying, no matter what I'm feeling right now, I'm still connected to God. Just like that tree, just like that stick, He is my joy. And no matter what's happening in the world around me, He is my true source of joy. And there's a Bible story about this, where Jesus is walking along and the crowds are following Him. And He's like just uh, healing people, He's praying for people, everyone loves Him. And there's this little guy coming up, and he, his name's Zacchaeus, and he was kind of short and tubby, as the Donut Man song says, and, um, and he is a tax collector, and what a tax collector is, is a modern day kind of parking warden, you know, where they, he goes around and just kind of collects money from people, but he's, he keeps collecting more money from people than he was supposed to, and he heard that Jesus was coming to town. He was coming through this place, Jericho. And as he was walking, there were massive crowds around him. And everyone was running towards him. But Zacchaeus, because he was short, he couldn't see anything. Anyone know all the shorties out there say, hey. Yeah, you know what I feel. And, and so what happened was he then went and he climbed up this tree. And when he climbed up this tree, he was like, man, I'm going to get the best seats in the house. And he was looking down and Jesus is passing by. And suddenly Jesus stops and he looks up at the tree. And he says, Zacchaeus, you're going to come down and I'm going to be a guest at your house tonight for dinner. How cool is Jesus? He invited himself over to someone else's house for dinner. If you get anything from this, take that. No, I'm just kidding. But I'll tell you what. What he was saying was actually he spoke to him. He spoke directly to him. He knew him. And he spoke his name. And in that instant, something changed. 
Zacchaeus's whole persona just completely changed. He comes down from the tree. I don't know if he fell off the tree because of the assignment or anything, but he comes down and everyone, all the crowd starts shouting, oh, don't pay any attention to this guy. This guy steals our money. He's a real bad sinner. No one's friends with him. He's a thief. Why would you want to be with him, Jesus? And suddenly Zacchaeus' heart is stirred because his name was called, because he was known. And he started to say, Lord, if I've, if I've cheated anyone, if I've taken away their money, I'm going to give them back four times as much. And he started to give back his money. He started to pay these people up. And Jesus said, salvation has come to this place because this man is a son of Abraham. Now what this means by this is that actually in the Old Testament, there was a guy called Abraham and he received a promise saying that uh, from God, I'm going to make your people as numerous as the stars. And anyone in your bloodline, you know how you've got like family members, anyone in your bloodline, they're going to be so blessed. But this guy's a kiss. He wasn't in the bloodline, but Jesus calls him into the family. And he says, now you are part of this family. Now you are part of my bloodline. And I want to tell you that actually when you know that Jesus knows you, something changes in your heart. He's saying, I know you, I see you. And that is the true source of joy. The first thing is to know that you are known by God. And I want to tell you right now, every single one of you are known by God. He loves you. You are not a mistake Psalm 139 says, How precious are your thoughts about me, O God. They are innumerable, which means you can't even count them. And when I wake up in the morning, you are still with me. How does God keep track of all us? That's a great question. I know. Well, that's the thing. He is even greater than we can imagine. And that is the beautiful thing with being able to trust him as well, because it's actually bigger than what we can imagine. And so that's why we can trust him, because he is so much more kind than we can imagine. He's so much more loving than we can imagine. I want you to picture the most loving, kind person that you can think of. And I want to tell you that that's just a glimpse of who Jesus is. That's just a glimpse of who God is. And he wants to use every single one of you to be able to then show that joy. Because when joy comes into our hearts, generosity then takes place. Notice how Zacchaeus, he encountered Jesus, he felt that joy, and then he started to give away what he had. And I want to tell you that um, when we have fake joy, when we have joy that's not in Jesus, actually it's all about us. Notice those Instagram selfies, those sticks, all the things that we've been doing are actually all about us. But when we see who he is, it changes everything. And I want to tell you a story just to finish off about a guy that I met that it changed his life. And I was going through McDonald's. I know, good place to start. And um, as I was going through the drive-thru, I felt God speak to me and I felt him say, I want you to get an extra cheeseburger for someone. Now, when I hear God speak, it's not like, Dan, I want you to get an extra cheeseburger for someone. I love them. Bye. Uh, I don't really hear an audible voice or anything. It's this thought in my mind. It's this thought in my heart and my spirit. And I get a choice whether I listen to it or I ignore it. And I've learned more and more that whenever God's speaking to me in that little still voice that I'm wanting to obey. So I was like, okay. So I, I drive out with this cheeseburger and I was like, what should I say? Like, what should I do? Should I say, Jesus loves you? <laughs> um, uh, and so I, I went out with this cheeseburger and this pack and... Um, 
as I was driving past, there was this um, guy that had tattoos all over him and he had a basketball in his hand and he was like, real tank. And he said, I want you to go and give the cheeseburger to that guy. I felt God say that to me. And I was like, heck no. That guy could eat me. Um, and he said, um, I want you to do it. And so I get out of the car and I've got this cheeseburger in my hand and um, I just went up to him really slowly and my legs were kind of wobbling. I was like, hi. Uh, I just, I just felt to give you this cheeseburger and tell you that Jesus loves you. And he suddenly said to me, bro. And I was like, what? Don't hit me. <laughs> um, he said, bro, that is the craziest thing ever. And I said, what? No, it's just a cheeseburger. And he said, no, it's crazy because last night I was, I've never thought about God really before, but last night I was in bed and I was thinking about heaven and hell or what happens after life. And I said, God, if you're real, you need to give me a sign. And then he said, bro, you're my sign. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> um, and, then, and then I felt God say um, there was something about a family death. And it was just another thought that popped into my head. And so I was like, I'm kind of on a roll here, so I might as well do it. And so I said, is there, there's been, I feel like there might have been like a family death. And he's like, bro. And I was like, wow. And he said, you know, the reason why I was thinking about life and death and all these different things was because just last week, my dad died. And I had a really hard relationship with him. And I was wondering if there was any hope. And instead of um, doing anything else or punching me or anything, he gave me the biggest hug. And we started to talk. We started to talk about how Jesus loved him. And he said, man, I feel something right now. There's something different in my heart. I feel like there's something that's stirring. It's like this heat. And I said, that's just God's love. He just loves you so much. And I explained to him how Jesus died on the cross for him, how he rose from the dead, and how as we turn from our wrong things and turn to him, that he gives us a new life. And he just said, bro, I want to give everything for this Jesus. And so there in the car park, just outside McDonald's, he opens his heart to Jesus. I give him my number really quickly and uh, just say, if, um, if you want to come to our church, I'd love to see you. And I didn't think I'd hear from him. About four hours later, I get this phone call from a random number. <laughs> Bro! And I said, hey, bro. And he said, bro, the weirdest thing has happened. He said, ever since you talked to me, I didn't actually tell you this, but I've had trouble with smoking and drugs and coffee, he said, <laughs> and swearing. And, um, and he said, ever since you talked to me, I haven't had a single craving for any of those things. And he said, there's something that's changed in my life because when I was about nine or 10, I started with all those things because I was in a really hard situation and I've had to do them every day. And ever since then, God's done something in my heart now. And so I don't feel like I need those things anymore because I found true joy in my heart. And I want to tell you that God wants to come and meet with every single one of us. He wants to remind us that he is our true source of joy. He then goes home, this guy, to his family, tells them about Jesus. And his brother opens his heart to Jesus. He then tells his younger brother about Jesus. And his younger brother opens his heart to Jesus as well. I had the incredible privilege of baptizing this guy as well. And do you know, there is so much freedom. And it hasn't been an easy ride. It's been up and down. But I want to tell you that he has God in his heart now. 
and he knows joy. And it's, it doesn't mean that life has been easy for him. But I want to tell you, when we follow Jesus, it doesn't always mean that life's easy for us. It doesn't mean that here on this earth, life's just going to be sweet and we're not going to have any trouble. But God promises that he'll be with us in those times. And he promises that he will never leave us. And that when he is our joy, it's not only going to change our lives, it's going to change the lives around us. I know I said one last story, but I've just got this real quick one that I just feel like I need to share. There's this little boy that um, was about 10 years old, and he was being bullied at school. And um, he uh, was being, uh, there's this one guy in particular that just kept calling him names and pushing him around. And he comes to church, and he hears about how Jesus loves him. And he invites Jesus into his heart. And something changes in his heart, and he just feels like he needs to share this with everyone. So next week, he goes to school. And he invites the bully to come to church with him, to his one safe place. And the bully opens his heart to Jesus. Isn't that incredible? And I want to tell you, yeah, you can clap if you like. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. But I want to tell you guys that actually when Jesus is our joy, we no longer see the person next to us as our enemy. We no longer see people as threats. We actually get to have love for them in our hearts. And maybe there's forgiveness that needs to take place, but I want to tell you that, firstly, that Jesus has died so that you can be forgiven, but also that we can then have the strength to forgive others. So I just love us to stand right now. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome, guys. I, um, I really feel like God's just wanting to meet with hearts tonight. Some of you might feel like that stick. You might be feeling like there's a, a, a face that you've put on for others, but inside you're hurting, inside you're in pain. And God actually wants to come and remind you of that joy. I want to tell you about the power of one tonight. The power of one who encounters Jesus. The power of Jesus, the one. You know, as that we've been talking about that verse, you know, there is only one God and Jesus Christ is the only one who can bring us to him. Jesus is the only source of joy that we can have in our lives that is true. So I'm going to do something a little bit different that I feel tonight. And um, I, I did cup a hacker at school, but I, I, really, um, I really feel to do a hacker over you guys, um, and um, it's, it's called Tika Tonu, and what I'd love you to do, if you know it, you can join me, but what, what this song's actually saying, is it's saying, be strong, my son, be strong, and it's saying, uh, learn the truth, my son, and it's talking about uh, whether you're in worries, whether you're in fears, actually to know that, that in the depths of your heart, inside you, is where your strength comes from. And this is where Jesus is. He wants to come in. And so um, some of you, this might be a bit weird, and that's totally fine. But I'm just going to do this. Is that okay? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay.
Um, just as we sung that, there was an echo. Did you hear that? There was, there was people at the back. Do you know people are wanting to join in with us? People are wanting to join in the stand. And I want to tell you, I see a generation here that is going to join in the stand that knows who their God is and know who they are. God is wanting to know that. I, do you know intermediates, you're seven, eight, nine, they're my favorite age group. You guys are so incredible. But yeah, and it's because, I want to tell you why. It's because... You've got a moment right now where actually God gets to meet with you and he gets to change you. And actually because you're not too cool, I love the way that you guys are hanging out, but you're not too cool, fathers. You're actually wanting to go deeper. You're longing for more. And I want to tell you that our God is a God of more. He wants to come and meet with you guys tonight. He wants to come and remind you that you are not a mistake, but actually this true joy that is found in him. I just feel over... um, over uh, the Māori culture, uh, over us, over Aotearoa. I feel like God's just wanting to move. Uh, I get this picture of um, Māori and Pākehā coming together and God just actually speaking to us and we saying, Kia tapu toa ingoa a ihu. Lord, may your name be honoured. And I just feel like God's just wanting us to join together to remind ourselves of who we are. And it comes from knowing that God is always good. And what I love us to do is, if you are wanting to just really believe this in your heart, if you're wanting to just declare He is good no matter what you're going through, I just want us to lift our hands right now. I just want us to actually just say, God, you are good over everything. And God, you're so good. God, you're so good. God, you're so good, you're so good to Let's just believe that as we sing, God, you're so good. God, you're so good. God, you're so good. God, you're so good. You're so good to Let's sing that over our pain, over our hearts right now. God, you're so good. God, you're so good. You are so good. 